It's time for a bedtime story. Today's bedtime story is Bartleby the Brave by Victoria Hyla Maldonado. A tiny sparrow named Bartleby just wants to watch his favourite bird cup competition. But when a bully cardinal takes over his usual spot, how will Bartleby react? What will he do? Who will save the day? Enjoy this tale of kindness and good citizenship. Hello, my name is Victoria Hyla Maldonado, and I'm the author of a story called Bartleby the Brave. Three sparrow chicks fluttered into the nest. An old bird hugged them close to his chest. Grandpa, Grandpa, tell us a story. He smiled. I know one about bravery and glory. So settle on in, listen close and behave, and I'll tell you the story of Bartleby the Brave. Bartleby Bird gave a great big stretch one morning in his cozy nest. The sun was bright, the weather breezy, the brisk wind made his beak quite sneezy. But nothing would stop him from getting up. He couldn't be late for the brave bird cup. Today was especially great, you see, because right underneath this very tree, Coming from across the forest wide, birds of all kinds gathered and tried to be the best, bravest birds around by swooping and diving past cars that came round. Young Bartleby watched the games every time. He cheered on his favorites. Oh, they were divine. Like Ned Needlebeak, the strong nuthatch, and Bobby the Blue Jay, who no one could match. Carissa, the catbird, of course, she was quick. And Monty the Martin, he knew every trick. Bartleby flew out to his favorite limb, a fantastic spot known only by him. Or so he thought, but to his shock, some other birds were in his spot. Excuse me, he said, but this is my space. I sit here each time there is a race. Get lost, little bird, we got here first said the mean red bird so harshly it hurt. Surely there's room for little old me. Scram, little bird, there's not room for three. The cardinals here were bigger and bolder, so Bartleby frowned and shrugged his shoulders. Bartleby tried to find a new spot. With all good limbs taken, he found just one knot with a view that was very much hidden by leaves. And from here, Bartleby could almost not see. Oh no, the bird frowned. This will be the first year that I haven't been able to watch and cheer. Yet Bartleby's frown stayed only a minute as the games began with his favorite birds in it. He ducked and bobbed to see them come by but the leaves were so thick he could almost cry. The sparrow looked longingly back at his place and the red bird just sneered with a quite nasty face. But as Bartleby watched, that bird changed his tune, went on to their branch and old cup legend flew. 
Bartleby's mouth now dropped up and wide as Carmine the Cardinal landed beside. Grandpa, the Cardinal bully exclaimed. Grandpa? Bartleby whispered the name. I see that you found a good spot for the cup, observed the old bird looking down and then up. Maybe someday, Carl, you'll bravely compete, said the old to the young with a toss of his beak. As the race bird of legend flew down and away, Bartleby noticed the red bird's dismay. I'll show him I'm fast. I'll show him I'm brave. The cardinal squawked before flying away. Bartleby's face came alive with delight. He had his branch back and he quickly took flight, then settled on in to watch all of the greats and the new bird cup hopefuls. Oh, I just can't wait. First, Bobby the Blue Jay readied his wings to perform his death-defying windshield swings. Then Ned Needle Beak dipped deeply and dived, just watching made Bartleby feel so alive. Bartleby cheered and Bartleby howled as the competition left him completely wowed. Of all the bird flyers, he was ever so proud. But then he noticed, apart from the crowd, that same red bird who'd taken his seat was approaching the edge of the bird cup street. As Bartleby watched, the cardinal swooped close to a windshield, the bird looped de looped. But as he began to turn his upswing and go over the roof, the car clipped his wing. Tumbling end over end, he fell right down onto the hard and cold black paved ground. Bartleby gasped, but saw no one had seen. Their eyes were all fixed on the award-giving scene. The small sparrow saw that Carl couldn't get up and bearing down fast was a big semi-truck. Without a thought, Bartleby flew from his branch, heading straight to the road, hoping there was a chance. He reached Carl's side and said, get up, you must, or you will be hit by this very big truck. The injured bird nodded and lifted a wing, letting Bartleby move him along inch by inch. Just as they both reached the side of the road, the truck rumbled past. It never once slowed. Before he could rest, Bartleby was swept up, whisked up and away by a gust from the truck. The world spun around and up was now down as Bartleby was tossed here and there all around. He looped and he swooped and he went topsy-turvy, twisting and whirling in a wind path so curvy. At last, when the world had stopped turning and spinning, a big flock of birds came toward him, all grinning. Carmine the Cardinal, the legend of old, wrapped a wing around Bartleby and said loud and bold, never in all of my bird cup years has a bird dodged a truck with such style and no fear. And to top it all off, you have saved my grandson. I say to you birds, these games were just one. With a cheer from the crowd and nods all around, in Bartleby's arms soon the trophy was found. As the birds raised him up in the air so high, Bartleby's tears welled up in his eyes. I never thought I would be able to say that Bartleby became a brave hero that day. The children looked up at their grandpa with awe. That sparrow was you, wasn't it, grandpa? Indeed it was, my sweet little bird, so you need to remember these few special words. Whether you're big or whether you're small, when you care about others, you're a hero to all. The end. 
So that was Bartleby the Brave, a beautiful story by Victoria Maldonado. So welcome, Victoria. Hello. Oh, it's such a lovely story. I found myself actually really involved in getting quite emotional then, if I'm honest with you, <laughs> especially when he saved the bird. Um, I love the hidden message as well around kindness and respect, as even though the cardinal was mean to Bartleby, he was true to himself and he saved him anyway. So what inspired you to write this type of story? I mean, really, the inspiration came from the fact that when you're driving down a road, birds will swoop past your windshield. Yeah. yeah. And I've always wondered, why are you doing that? You have the entire sky. Why the car? Why risk it? Um, and there is a scientific explanation because it's um, birds escaping predators or getting an updraft. Um, but in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe they're having a competition. Maybe they're doing a fun <laughs> kind of game. So that's where it started. And then... I just um, stumbled upon the idea of this Bartleby character who is just an innocent, cute little bird, really hoping to enjoy his favorite sport. And then, you know, you know, he needs some, some problems, some adversity. So these bully birds, you know, try to make his day a problem. And in the illustrations, you can see that Bartleby has lists and pages there. He's been, that's his spot. The illustrations are fantastic, aren't they? Really detailed, really beautiful. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Bartleby, it was important to me that he didn't um, fight back against the bullies in the, in the sense that most people might do it, yeah. but it's to show kids that you can turn that other cheek and be true to yourself and kindness wins the day. Kindness exactly. is what is going to move us forward in life. So I, I like that kind of idea. So. Definitely. And where did the name Bartleby come from? Is it someone, you know, or another animal or? No idea where that came from. It just occurred to me one day when I was starting to write the story. And that was literally the first thing I said was, oh, Bartleby, I love that name and Bartleby the Brave. And that's alliteration. Um, and then it was kind of about the bravery. I, I don't know. It just, it just happened. I have no explanation to where it came from. <laughs> it works though. It's perfect. It flows beautifully, doesn't it? So this book is also written in Spanish, isn't it? Tell it us is. about that. Yeah, it's called Miedos en el Valiente. Um, and, and Miedos en um, is not a direct translation from Bartleby. There really isn't um, an equal to yeah. that. But Miedos en is derived from um, the word fear. So Miedo is fear. Um, so it's kind of like fearful the brave. So it's kind of an I irony. So is thing. it like a light for light translation though of the story? It, it is yeah. very close, yeah. very close. Um, I couldn't um, necessarily keep the Spanish rhyme scheme the same. So the content is is not word for word, but it, it's pretty close. Um, I actually had one of my former um, students who was who was from Mexico do the translation for me, um, and then I kind of cleaned it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I just, I, we have such a large Spanish speaking community here, especially where I live in, in the Chicago area, yeah. um, that I wanted it accessible to that community as well. Wonderful. So you are a well-known author. You've written many books, haven't you? So have. what other books for children have you written? For children, I have another book called Tears for the Butterfly, and that one just debuted recently. Um, and um, I've also written another one called Monstery Donstery Doc, and it's a hickory dickory oh, doc that. monster yeah. theme. Um, <laughs> that one is currently being illustrated. Um, and then I have plans for several more. My kids have been saying, write this story for me, write this story for me. So I love doing the children's books, and I've, I, it turns out I'm, I'm pretty good at it, so I really enjoy it. 
and yeah, I, I'm going to write many more to come. So do you do any other work as well? Or is this kind of a full-time role for you being an author? It's, it's full-time, but <laughs> I'm waiting for it to pay off in a, in a full-time capacity. Yeah, so I yeah. also am an editor. Um, I do editing for any kind of publication. Um, right now I'm working on three novel manuscripts. Wow. Um, I am starting up a publishing company with a friend of mine. So that's coming soon. Um, and I, I, I create menus for local restaurants. I mean, anything written I do, I do resume refreshers. I mean, whatever I can be. do, I'm open for it. So you are a very busy bee. Oh, it's been beautiful talking to you today. I love the story, Bartleby the Brave. So for our listeners, if anybody wants to buy the book or has any questions, how can they get in touch with you? The best way is through my website. There's that has all the links you could possibly want, purchase links, more information, photos, you know, everything. Um, and that is www.victoriajhila.com and Victoria with the C and then J and then hyla.com. Um, yeah, like I said, that website has all the different links you could possibly want and everywhere you can get it. Fabulous. Oh, once again, it's been lovely talking to you. I wish you all the best and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you so much. Bedtime Stories is sponsored by Team Author UK, independent publishers. If you have a fabulous story to tell, get in touch as they excel at helping writers just like you. Visit their website at www.teamauthoruk.co.uk or on their social media platforms at Team Author UK.